When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, and welcome to the How to Be a Better Person podcast. I'm Kate. Since the pandemic is as bad or even worse than it's ever been, I'm replaying 10 of my favorite episodes from the Calm the F Down series that I ran in early April during the first COVID wave. Each day from now until December 11th, I'll share one simple thing you can do to lower your stress levels and deal with the uncertainty with grace. I'll be back with new episodes on December 14th to help us process this cuckoo bananas year and start 2021 off with clear eyes and full hearts, as Coach from Friday Night Lights would say. In the meantime, I hope you'll enjoy this chance to catch up on episodes you may have missed. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission, to help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to day 16 of the 21 Day Challenge to Calm the F Down here on the How to Be a Better Person podcast. I'm Kate, your host. If you missed any of the earlier days in the 21 Day Challenge, We really got started in episode 170, so go back and catch up. In this third and final week of the challenge, I'm talking about how to calm down in your own mind and get real so you can stop trying so hard to be some way or someone you're not. For those of us who are quarantined with other people, especially parents with kids, there is a whole lot of together time. In many ways, it's great. You get to see each other, be with each other through all kinds of moods. But alone time is also how we catch up to ourselves, process our emotions, and just be without having to respond to anyone. We get to go into the zone when we're alone, kind of like Superman needed the fortress of solitude. The need for alone time is real, especially when we're under stress. Now, I know that many folks are quarantined on their own, and if that's you, my heart goes out to you. I understand that that brings a whole other set of challenges in terms of needing connection and conversation and support. It is also so far outside my reality that I don't feel equipped to speak to it. But I'm thinking of you, and I'm glad that you're here and you can come interact with me and other people who listen to the podcast on Facebook or Twitter, where you can find me at Kate W. Hanley or on Instagram, where I'm Kate Hanley author. I heard Mindy Kaling on Fresh Air the other day, and she was talking about how her daughter used to think that Mindy was some kind of special guest star in her life, and now Mindy is with her all day, and how they're both loving it. It's so sweet. It really is. I do think that we're going to look back on this time fondly in a lot of ways. While that's a lovely experience, and I'm super happy for Mindy Kaling and her daughter, that is not exactly what I'm experiencing, nor my friends are experiencing, my friends with kids whom I'm talking to. There's this funny irony of feeling over-socialized during quarantine. I mean, at the end of the day, I am just exhausted. I'm so happy to be on multiple group texts with 
friend groups from all different parts of my life. I have a love-hate relationship with it, though, because the notifications can really make my eyes twitch. <laughs> I've also been doing a lot of Zoom calls with friends and family, and that's so important. We get to see each other and hang out with each other and share a glass of wine together, but it's a unique kind of socialization, right? Nobody really knows where to look, and it's sort of hard to know when to talk. I mean, there's a stress level that comes with it, too. And then I'm also home all day with my kids and my husband and my dog. And oh my goodness, my dog has been such a barnacle lately. I love her. But man, she just loves me. And she is there every time I turn around. We're tripping over each other. By the end of the day, my psyche needs to be wrapped in bubble wrap. <laughs> I just can't be responsive for that long. It really exhausts me. And please don't get me wrong. I love everyone. And I love that we're getting to spend this time together. But still, I have a fundamental need for alone time. And it is very hard to meet that need now. I'm an introvert. Maybe you're an introvert too. For introverts, alone time is so crucial for your well-being. How do you know if you're an introvert? It's not about whether you're shy or if you like socializing or don't like socializing. It's really about how you restore yourself. Extroverts restore themselves by being around other people. Introverts do it by being alone. In that regard, I am very, very, very much extra an introvert. Even though I love socializing, I always prefer a smaller event to a larger one. And after a lot of chit-chat, even when it's fun and funny, I have to go into what I call my introvert hole afterwards for a while to be ready to talk again. Even if you're not an introvert, it's hard to think straight when you are continually in a situation where you are on at all hours of the day. We all need alone time to just be, to not respond to other people, to be able to think, or to just not talk. You know, I'm not the only one who thinks this. Studies show that being surrounded by people kills productivity. It makes you think about all those offices with cubicles where, of course, we're not going now, but I actually have been thinking lately like, wow, I am working in an open concept office with my two children. <laughs> being alone also helps you make decisions without the influence of other people. I know we all like to check in and make sure that our thinking is on track, but if you don't ever know what your own thinking is and you're only seeking other people's voices, you know, you don't know how to know if it's on track with you or not. Being alone kind of gives you this barometer that you can check other things against. Being alone also helps you do what the Buddhists call making friends with yourself, because it's really hard to be friends with someone you don't spend any time with. And if you're not friends with yourself, then that's when you get down on yourself and say mean things to yourself. I mean, think about it. I bet you never say the things to your friends that you think about yourself. Am I right? I know alone time is hard to find, but it is possible and it's really necessary. If you look, you can find it. I talked about this a little bit last week in the episode that ran last Wednesday where I interviewed Judy Kettler, where the tiny assignment was to do a selfish shavasana. <laughs> oh my God, I still can't say it. Selfish shavasana. That's where you go into a room where you can shut the door, even if your only option is the bathroom. And you spend some time alone. You could take a bath in the bathroom. You could take a long shower. You could just read a magazine on the pot. Some other ways that I've been getting alone time are to go on a walk solo. I even leave the dog at home sometimes because, like I said, she's kind of been with me all the time. And it's nice just to be my own creature and my own little bubble. I asked about this on Facebook and someone told me that she has been loading up a movie on her computer and then driving in her car down to the river and watching a movie by herself alone in her car. <laughs> to which I say, that is genius. 
no matter where you're quarantining or who you're with, if you're fantasizing about being alone, or even if you're fantasizing with other people, today's tiny assignment can help. It's called Go There Now. Here's how you do it. I want you to conjure up the most relaxing place on earth for you. Is it in front of a fire in a mountain lodge? Is it in a hammock near the ocean? Think about where that place is. Listen, you don't have to stick with this place for the rest of your life. You can change it the next time you do this exercise, but just whatever pops into your head for right now is perfect. Go with it. Now, once you're there, what can you see there? What can you smell? How does it feel in your body to be there? And is there anybody with you? Now, just keep your eyes closed and imagine yourself there wherever it may be. Because your brain can't perceive a difference between real and imagined relaxation, you can enjoy a truly restorative mini vacation even if you can't hop a flight or take time off or even leave the apartment. You can be alone or with people, whatever you're craving. Once you know where your spot is, choose a pic or a gif that represents it and come post it on Twitter or Facebook and tag me. I'm Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or post it on Instagram and tag me at Kate Hanley Author. Bonus points for using the hashtag BetterPersonPod. Let's all go relax together, separately and in our own homes. <laughs> Friends, I have exciting news to report. How to Be a Better Person has its first official sponsor. Whoop, whoop. And I couldn't be more excited about who it is. It's Manta Sleep who makes what I believe to be the dreamiest sleep masks known to humankind. And I am a sleep mask aficionado. These sleep masks are comfortable, they stay put, and they really do live up to their 100% darkness guarantee. The first night I slept with my Manta mask, my sleep tracker said I slept 8 hours and 18 minutes, which definitely helped me face the realities of quarantine life with more grace the next day. I'm psyched to be working with Manta because being better rested helps make you a better human. To go get a look at these beauties for yourself, go to mantasleep.com and use the code BETTER in all caps to save 10% off a sleep mask of your own. You can also find Manta Sleep on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. That's Manta, M-A-N-T-A, like the sea creature, sleep. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 